It's that time, y'all, for the Bible Show Truth Hour here Recorded on the Radio. We want to welcome everyone to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. And we have a very explosive lesson for you today, brothers and sisters. We thought that it was important that we discuss with you God's guide to understanding this book called the Bible. Again, God's guide to understanding this book, brothers and sisters, called the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before life eternal. We don't say before leaving earth, brothers and sisters, because even those ones who are caught up and meet the Lord in the air, yeah, they're going to leave the earth to meet him in the air, but they're going to come right back down here with him because, or else there wouldn't be a such thing as his second coming if he wasn't going to come back. So, this book is the basic instructions before life eternal. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to discuss God's guide to understanding the Bible. We're going to show you how to navigate through this book, how to best understand um, this book called the Bible, the protocol of God, mm-hmm. and the plan of God for man. So uh, we want you guys to share this video right now. We want you guys to get your Bible, your pen, your your paper, take down these notes because you're going to need them as we discuss today's topic, which is God's Guide to Understanding the Bible. Brother Julius? Good afternoon, sisters and brothers, and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Today, as we always do, we're going to open up with a psalm, and today we're going to read Psalm 33. Psalm 33, verses 12 through 19. Psalm 33, verses 12 through 19. It reads, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, Mm. and the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looked from heaven. He beholded all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looked upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioned their hearts alike. He considered all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of a host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety, neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Sisters and brothers, that was seven verses out of Psalm 33, verses 12 to 19, 12 to 19, 7 powerful verses. In other words, trust in the Lord. No matter what's going on, trust in the Lord and do good, and he's going to bring you through. Our scripture reading, again, came from Psalm 33, verses 12 to 19. May the Lord, God of Israel, even Jesus, add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and to the doing of his holy word. In Jesus' name we pray, and we give thanks. Amen. Ice. Absolutely, brothers and sisters. Again, this lesson was put upon our hearts, brothers and sisters, because we felt that it was the need that if we were going to be having, um, if we were going to have this show, the Bible Show Truth Bible, which we've been on the air now for at least six or seven years now, we felt that it was the need, brothers and sisters, for us to um, help you navigate with us through this word called the Bible, help you uh, or, or help us 
uh, or help you, I should say, brothers and sisters, understand this word. That's why today's lesson is called God's Guide to Understanding the Bible. God's Guide to Understanding the Bible, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Yeah. So it's going to be a powerful lesson. We ask that you share this video right now. Share it right now, brothers and sisters, yeah. because there's going to be some people on your page who wants to know the same answer to that question. How do I... How, how do I study this book? Do I read it from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. X, uh, Reve- Revelations, brothers and sisters? Do I, do I do that? Or do I do it as the Bible say do it? And we're going to discuss that with you in one moment. Where do you want to start at, Brother Julius? Uh, I want to start in Isaiah, the second chapter. The book of Isaiah, chapter 2. And another, uh, in addition to what Black Eyes just said, you have many people who are Bible teachers or now we have a thing called New Testament Christians and Old Testament scholars. We're going to show you, sisters and brothers, that that is obsolete. Mm. According to the Word of God, you have to be able to read both books. And we're going to show you in this lesson tonight so that you can easily navigate through the Word of God and prove it. Mm-hmm. According to the Old and the New Testament, according to the New Testament, that which has been in the New Testament, and that which is already prophesied in the Old Testament, sisters and brothers, so that there would be no excuse for you or anyone else to interpret. Mm -hmm. You cannot interpret the mind of a being that created air that you and I, that you and I have never seen but exist. So, therefore, what we're going to do, we're going to go show you how God wants his word taught according to his method. And anything, and I mean anything other than this method, you will end up interpreting. And you will end up being a false prophet or a false prophetess. Here we go, black guys. The book of Isaiah? Isaiah. The mm-hmm. book of Isaiah, chapter 2, and I want to read verse 1. Book of Isaiah 2 and 1. So please write this down. These are some of the first things that you have to do in order to understand uh, the Bible, brothers and sisters. Understand God's God's way of us understanding the Bible. And that's the topic of tonight's show. God's, um, uh, God's plan of understanding the Bible. Here we go. Isaiah 2 and 1. Yes. The word of Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Uh And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. Uh And it shall be exalted above hills. Yes. And all nations shall flow unto it. Now, just by reading this right here, the best way to understand the Bible is by prophecy. This is a prophecy that is yet to happen. However, it's written in the Old Testament. So, we're going to show you how God, how God's guide to understanding the Bible must be according to that which is already written. Because he told you that don't add to his word or don't take away because now you will begin to interpret and you cannot interpret the word of God. It will interpret itself. Not only are we going to show you the protocol, which is by subject and title, but we're going to give you some examples. So that you can prove all things to all people, then you can learn how to work out your own salvation and save yourself. That's right. Come on, black. At verse three, it says in a, it started out at verse two. It says it shall come to pass in the last days. The last days is a period of time, prophetically speaking. Mm. Now we're in the last days, sisters and brothers. But yet we got some more time to come in these last days because. 
prophecy has to be fulfilled. Come on, Black. Verse 3. Isaiah 2 and 3. And yeah. many people shall go and say, come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. Who is that? Who is that doing that today? Nobody. Nobody is talking about that today, sisters and brothers, because everybody wants to go to, they think that the Lord's mountain is going to be up in heaven. The Bible does not teach going to heaven. It teaches thy kingdom come. Read, I To the house of the God of Jacob. To the house of uh, Buddha. No, no. To the house of the church at Rome. No, uh-uh. To the house of Krishna. No. Go ahead, I To the house of the God of Jacob. Which is the God would, of Israel. And he would teach us his ways. Wait a minute, and he would what, I Teach us his ways. He would teach us of his ways and what else, bro? And we will walk in his path, uh-huh. for out of Zion shall go forth the law uh-huh. and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Well, according to modern Christianity, black eyes, according to what you've been taught, what you've been understood, what your parents and my parents and great great son, so on, uh, whose doctrine have they been taught? It's actually a Roman Catholic doctrine, Brother Jesus. So that means out of the word, out of the, out, it says, and the word of the Lord from Rome today. Mm. That's why you are called a Roman Christian. Sunday, Roman Christian. Easter, Roman Christian. In other words, brothers and sisters, these are the signs or the markers to mark that you are studying Roman Christianity, the cross. If you bear a cross or if your church bears a cross on it, yeah. that cross did not come from Jesus or God. It came from Constantine, which was a Roman emperor. So if you bear a cross, you're a Roman Christian. If there, if you go to church and do Sunday worship, yeah. you are a Roman Christian. If you celebrate the holidays, Christmas and Easter, you are a Roman Christian, brothers yes. and sisters. And these are the markers that Brother Julius was talking about that did not come on high from the Father, but they came from Roman emperor and Roman priest. Wow. The book says for, at the end of three, for out of Zion shall go forth the Lord shell, which is yet future. Come on, Black, in verse 4. Isaiah 2 and 4. Uh-huh. And he shall judge among the nations and, and he, shall rebuke many people. Yeah, he's going to correct shall, many people. I right, go ahead. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares uh-huh. and their spears into pruning hooks. This is after the Lord get done uh, punishing the people on this earth and the nations on this earth and all those who are against them. So, in other words, you're not going to have no more weapons of war. You're going to have weapons, uh, uh, your tools, you're going to have tools for agriculture. Read, I Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, uh-huh. neither shall they learn war anymore. What is the world preparing for now, I War. And the main war is called the battle of what? Armageddon. Armageddon. So this is yet future. But how are you going to learn the word of God so you can prepare yourself? Mm-hmm. Let's go to Isaiah 28 chapter, my brother. Isaiah 28? Isaiah 28 chapter. And here is the protocol. On how you, how the Lord, even Jesus, even the Father, they're all in agreement. Anything other than this is not of God. You cannot go to seminary school. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't say cemetery, did I? No. Okay, seminary school and learn this thing because you will be learning Roman or Greco-Roman Christianity. Come on, Black. Isaiah 28. Isaiah 28 and verse 9. Look what he says. Turn your Bible to Isaiah 28 and 9. Uh-huh. Isaiah. Isaiah 28 and 9. Brothers and sisters, Isaiah 28 and verse 9. And verse 9. And again, today's subject is God's guide to understanding 
the Bible, how he want his word taught so that, and we, and the best way to do it is like what we finna read now, by subject or precept and title. Come on, Black. Isaiah 28 and 9, yeah. and it reads, Whom shall he teach knowledge? Whom shall who teach knowledge? The Lord. Go ahead. And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Your doctrine is whatever you study from. Go ahead, Ice. Them that are weaned from the milk Them and drawn from, from the, the breast. And drawn from the breast. Come on, Black. For precept must be upon precept. What's the precept, brother? It's a subject, brother um, Julie. It's a subject matter. For precept must. Notice how you use the word must, Ice. Mm-hmm. Precept must be upon precept, sisters and brothers. Yes. Precept upon precept. Yep. Line upon line. Uh-huh. Line upon line. Line upon line. Here a little. Here a little. And there a little. Don't give too much of this. Don't give too much of that. But here a little and there a little, whereby people are able to understand. And you don't have to know all of this Greek and all of this stuff. You just simply have to be able to read the Word of God. You know, brothers, brothers and sisters, people tell Brother Julius and I from time to time, well, Brother Julius and Black Ice, you got to... Uh, Read between the lines. Yeah. You got to read between the lines. And this says line upon line. So where did you get from that we need to read between the lines? There's nothing be- between the lines but uh-huh. space, brothers uh-huh. and sisters. Y'all said just space. But the Lord said, for precept must be upon precept. Uh-huh. Precept upon precept. He's uh-huh. reiterating it. Line upon line. Yeah. Line upon line. He's yeah. reiterating that. Here a little and there a little. little. So my sister Nicole Bell said um, yesterday that her and her daughter were studying the Bible and they were beginning to read from uh, Genesis all the way to Revelations. And um, I was inspired to kind of do this show because I wanted people to know that we have to study this Bible based on subject. Get a subject, get a title, mm-hmm. and start researching every scripture that's dealing with that particular title. Yeah. And then you began to learn this book little by little because now you are navigating through this whole book, mm-hmm. Old and New Testaments, but you're doing it based on a title and based on subject matter, brothers and sisters. And this is why our subject matter today is mm-hmm. God's Guide to Understanding the Bible. I want you to read verse 9 one more time. But we're going to, and this is how you do a precept of a precept. Here a little and there a little. What book are we reading this out of? We're reading it out of the Bible. Out of the Isaiah, right? Mm-hmm. The Old Testament. But what did the Lord instruct us to do? Verse 9. Read it again. Verse 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? Yes. And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Yes. Them that are weaned from the milk yes. and drawn from the breast. I want you to stop right there. Hold this right here, Black Eyes. Mm-hmm. Hold this. And remember, we stopped at. Isaiah 28 and verse 9. Uh-huh. Now let's go to 1 Peter, the second chapter. It says, them that are weaned from the wet black, from the milk. From the milk. And drawn from the breast. What milk is this talking about? Mm. 1 Peter. I want to go to 1 Peter, the second chapter. 1 Peter, the second chapter. And brothers and sisters, we go to scripture in, in, in this show. Uh-huh. You know, we read this book called the Bible. So we don't want you to walk away from this show saying Black Ice and Brother Julius said. No, no, no. We want you to say Black Ice and Brother Julius read it to me. Yes. That's why we're giving you these scriptures because we want you to write them down. We want you to research this on your own time, yourself. We're just guiding you in the path to understanding this book called the Bible. First Peter, 
chapter 2, 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. 1 Peter 2 and 2. Remember, and remember. So now, to whom shall he teach knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Those that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Uh-huh. What milk is this? Verse 2. 1 Peter 2 and 2. Right. As newborn babes. Oh, oh, newborn babes. They, the first thing they do when they come out, they are hungry, so they're going to feast on their mother's, the sincere milk of their mother's breast. Mm-hmm. So you got to be just like a baby. You got to be willing to learn. You got to be willing to instruct it. You got to learn the word of God little by little. And then as you get stronger and understanding, now you can have a little meat. That's right. Because you done shed them teeth. That's right. Them gums. Now you got teeth where you can eat. Come on, black. As newborn babes. First what? Peter 2 and 2. Uh-huh. As newborn babes. Desire the sincere milk of the word. Of the what? Of the word. Of what? A pastor. No, no, of the word, of this book called the Bible. Go ahead. That you may grow thereby, Uh if so be ye have tasted the Lord is gracious. You have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Because now you understand, now you get some understanding. When you read the word of God, well, Black Ice, well, uh, Brother Julius, uh, uh, we learned in church that God is good. But you knew that before you went to church. Mm-hmm. Well, he's merciful. But you knew that before you went to church. And brothers and sisters, we don't not pastors who have a different calling than what we have. We are uh, messengers that are come to teach, uh, brothers and sisters. You may listen to Joel Osteen, and Joel Osteen may start off his program with a joke, like he normally does. And then he may go to a couple of scriptures and read those couple of scriptures, but then he's giving you a life lesson after that, a motivational speech and inspirational message of how God can make changes in your life. That's cool. That's, that may be his ministry. That may be his thing, brothers and sisters. But we are interested in you learning this book yes. for yourself. Yes. And in learning this book, you can become inspired. You can become motivated. And then you can know that there were some things that happened in your life that caused you to be where you're at today that mm-hmm. God allowed you to go through it for his purpose and his plan and his reason. But you won't know that, brothers and sisters, yes. until you read this book and understand this book and study this book and understand God's guide. But, guys, in learning God's guide, also in God's guide, he tells you about those who failed. Mm-hmm. He, he talks about those who got up. He tells you why they failed. I don't want to just go and hear good things. I need to hear the thing that's going to scare me straight mm-hmm. so that I can have the fear of the Lord, so that I can have the mind of the Lord. That's right. So I can teach others by my walk how to really believe in God and serve him in fear and humility. See, I can hear all the good motivational speaking. All that is good. That's good for this world. But what about the world to come? That's right. Have, have, That's I, what I'm have I become educated in this word yes. called 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 um, the the Bible, God's yes. word? If I ask you right now, have you read about the second resurrection, not the first resurrection, uh-huh. but the second resurrection in the in the book of Revelation, the twentieth chapter? Has Joel Osteen talked about that? If, if if I come and talk to you, if if I say, well, have you read in this book called the Bible, Revelation, the 21st chapter, verses 3 and 4, how God was not only going to bring his kingdom down to this earth, uh-huh. but God was coming down with his kingdom to this earth to live with us. 
If I ask you those type of questions, now I'm only reciting what's in this book, and I'm giving you the places to go and find them yes. at in this book. If I ask you those things, are mm -hmm. they teaching those things in your church? Mm -hmm. Or are they teaching something contrary to what I just recited that's in this book in your church, brothers and sisters? Wow. Wow. So we're talking about God's guide to understanding the Bible. For those who just tuned in, you're tuned into the Bible show Truth Hour. Please go to the bottom left and hit that share button right now. And we're just getting in deep into the show, and we're going to go ahead yes. and let's uh, go back to Isaiah the 28th chapter. When Isaiah the 28th chapter. Back to Isaiah 28. I told you the whole Isaiah 28. We got to read verse 10 again. Read it verse 10. That's again, where I want to go. The first thing to understanding God's guide to understanding the Bible uh -huh. is how he wants us to read the book. Yes. He didn't say, man, I want you to read this book from Genesis all the way to Revelation. This is how he says he wants us to do it. He says that Isaiah 28 and 10. Uh-huh. For precept must be upon precept. That's subject matter, brothers and sisters. Right. Precept upon precept, uh -huh. line upon line, uh -huh. line upon line, yes. here a little and there a little. So when you get line upon line, that means that you're finding the same things in the New Testament that's yes. already written in the Old Testament. And you can put the same line that's in the New Testament on top of the line that's in the Old Testament, and they're going to say the same exact thing. Continue at verse 11. This, so, so people say, well, I, I, I need it written in my language. Read verse 11. For with stammering lips uh -huh. and another tongue uh -huh. will he speak to his people. Will he speak to his people, right? Because to his people. Why? Because the Lord knew that his people Israel, his priest was going to be in captivity. And scattered, brothers and, and sisters. And scattered all over the globe. So he had his word written in all languages. So that you will be, and go and get you a Bible. You can get it in Spanish. You can go and get it in German. You can get it in Russian. Because the Lord say in another language, in the most popular language in the world, and the most broadest spoken language in the world, to my understanding, is English. And so, brothers and sisters, you don't need to learn Hebrew in order to understand this book called the Bible. Mm -hmm. We know and we admit, brothers and sisters, that this Bible right here, this book is not perfect. Uh-huh. But the word of God that's in the book is perfect. Yes. And we admit that some words have been taken out and some words have been added But we in. can admit that, black guys, because it is written. Don't add to my word or don't take away from my word. It is also written about the fourth commandment this Sabbath day that they should think that change times and laws. Absolutely. And so, so although we admit those things on this show, brothers and sisters, that the book is not perfect, but the words that are in the book that's of God is perfect, yes. and that words have been taken out and added in. See, we're not those kind of brothers that's going to act like that we're holier than thou. And, and, and No, brothers and sisters, we are realists, and this is reality. Yes. But the whole main focus of this whole thing is that there's enough of God's word that's left in this book in order for us to gain salvation from. Skip down to verse 13 and watch this. Let's hear the gauge. Here is a gauge. Come on, Black. Isaiah 28 and 13. Yes, yes. But the word of the Lord was unto the precept upon precept. But the word of the Lord was unto them precept upon precept because the Lord had his word written. And he had it written and written. And he don't want people messing with his word. Why do you think they get all these, uh, what they call denominations and all these versions? 
Mm. Read, right? The word of God was unto them precept upon precept. It was right. Come on, Black. Precept upon precept. Uh-huh. He said it again. Uh-huh. Line upon line, yes. line upon line. Yes. Here a little and there a little. Yes. That they might go uh-huh. and fall backward uh-huh. and be broken yes. and snared and taken. Now, what is the Lord just said? Mm. He said, the word of God was unto the precept upon precept, line upon line. Here a little. But that they might go. How? Because the true word of God is going to disprove and reprove false doctrine. Mm. So the Lord done gave you the word of God. He done told you that the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Somebody done come along and told you, uh, well, you're going to heaven. But this book is line upon line. It is absolute. Now you're going to change the word of God. Now you're going to be broken. In other words, you're going to be corrected and you're going to be reproved. And ministers like Black Eyes, myself, those at the Israel of God, the House of Jacob, and all the two churches of God are going to come and reprove and test you. You're going to be weighed in the balance according to what's written. Mm. We're going to come and tell you that Sunday is not the Lord's Day, that Sunday is the first day of the week. We are going to come and tell you that the seventh day, which is the Lord's Day of rest, is his Sabbath. We're going to come and tell you, according to what's written in this book, that you cannot eat anything, pray over it, and make it clean. And the Lord told you in Leviticus 11, chapter, and Deuteronomy 14, chapter, do not make yourselves abominable by eating unclean things. You cannot do anything and then inherit the kingdom of God. You're going to live by every word that come out of his mouth, or you are going to die by it, or but you will most certainly be judged by it, sisters and brothers. So when you are in doubt, just do the same thing and believe God and walk in his statutes. He gave you the Old Testament from Genesis to Malachi, which is called the scriptures, and then he gave you the testimony. Let's show you, Black Eyes. Let's show them. Isaiah, uh, Isaiah chapter 8 and one verse. Isaiah chapter 8 and one verse. You cannot be an Old Testament uh, scholar or a New Testament Christian. Isaiah 8 and 16, when you get a brother, read it. Isaiah 8 and 16, and it reads. Yes. Bind up the testimony. That's the new test. That's the new book from Matthew to Revelation. Bind up the testimony. A testimony is something that is already written or done to prove something that's already passed. Mm -hmm. Come on, black. Bind up the testimony. Seal the law. Among my disciples. Oh, the old book is called the law. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't the law of Moses. It was God's law. So get rid of that saying, the Mosaic law. Moses didn't have no laws. And the one that Moses tried to give you, which was divorce, because of the hardness of your heart, the Lord came and told you in the, in the flesh that Moses gave you that because of the hardness of heart. But from the beginning, it was never so. Watch this, like Battle of the testimony. And seal the law among my people. Watch this, Ike. Let's go to Revelation, the 19th chapter. Let's see if Jesus said anything different. Revelation, the 19th chapter. Revelation 19. And we're showing you how we're navigating through the Old book, and new. brothers and sisters, line upon line. But we're staying in this same subject, line upon line. Uh-huh. We're going to the old and the new, but we, we're all up under the umbrella of one subject. Uh-huh. We're in the book of... Revelation. Revelation. Revelation, the 19th chapter. I got one verse there, Black. I got one one, one verse there. Revelation. Revelation, 19, and pick it up at verse 10, my brother. 
Revelation Remember, 19. Remember, bind up the testimony and seal the law among my disciples, among my followers. Revelations 19 and 10. Come on, black. And I fell at his feet to worship him. Uh-huh. And he said unto me, see thou do it not. Now, John fell at his angel's feet to worship him. You know how we see, it's just like time people see an image on a wall or some drawing or some water dripping on some statue. They're ready to go down and bow down and worship it. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, don't do that. Mm-hmm. So the uh, John, the angel is giving John the interpretation of the message, and he's bowing down. And look what the angel said: "I am thy fellow servant, uh-huh. and said, well, of thy brethren." He started the top of ten again. And I fell at his feet to worship him. Uh-huh. And he said unto me, yes. "See thou do it not. Don't worship me." Ain't that what Satan more black? Mm-hmm. What did he say? What did he tell Jesus? If you will fall down and what? And worship me, See, I will give you all the kingdoms of the world. You do not worship in angels. Angels are messengers, sisters and brothers. You and ministering don't spirits. worship them. Mm-hmm. You respect them, but you do not worship them. You worship God. Read, I. I am thy fellow servant, uh-huh. and of thy brethren that have the love, and of thy brethren that have the love, the testimony of Jesus. The what of Jesus? The testimony of Jesus. The testimony of Jesus. Go ahead, I. Worship God, uh-huh. for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's why on the day of Pentecost, when the Lord sent them flock of angels in there on the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He sent the uh, flock of angels with a message, and they also interpreted the message. Mm. Peter said, these men are not drunken, but this is that which was written by the prophet Joel. That's right. In the last days, your young men shall dream, dream. Your old men shall prophesy, and so on and so forth. So when somebody is speaking in tongues, and we're not against speaking in tongues, but we define speaking in tongues, there must be, according to the Word of God, in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, how come they don't read all of it? How come you don't read all of it, tongue speakers? It has to be an interpreter. And it must be two or three, and everything that comes out of your mouth must be written. Mm. According to the prophets And interpreted Brothers and sisters Brother Julius I want to show them something um, We're going to get back to this I, I want to show you guys something and I want to show, Before we end part one I want to show you guys an example Of what we are talking about mm-hmm. Now most of you all who know me personally Know that I am the child Of a Jehovah Witness Yes. Know that my mother Is a 50 year Jehovah Witness <laughs> And many people wrestle who are children of Jehovah Witness, Witnesses with some of the doctrine that's taught inside of the Kingdom Hall. I was one of those ones that wrestled with the new knowledge that I came in contact with versus the knowledge that I learned at the Kingdom Hall. Uh-huh. But let me show you something, how God's guide to understanding of the Bible right? is foolproof, brothers and sisters. Foolproof. And you can't go wrong if you follow his guide, establishing a Subject matter first. Yes. Precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Yes. Line upon line. Yes. Line upon line. And here a little and there a little. Now let me give you an example. Turn your Bibles to the book of Acts, the 15th chapter, brothers yes. and sisters. Yes. Turn your Bible to the book of Acts, the 15th chapter. I'm going to show you an example of how I was thrown off the course because I didn't know God's guide, brothers and sisters. As a child, I only knew what my mother taught me, and she only knew what she learned inside of the Kingdom Hall. Well, there is 
uh, a doctrine that's that's taught in the Kingdom Hall that you cannot have any blood transfusion according to the Word of God. Uh-huh. And this is where they get it from, the Jehovah Witnesses. In the book of Acts, the 15th chapter, right. if you go down to the verses, verse 20. Uh, I don't know if I want to start there, Brother Julius, but I can. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start at verse 19. Now, this is what the Jehovah Witnesses use to say that it is against the law of the Bible for you to have blood transfusions. <clears throat> now, I'm going to show you how they are thrown off and are in error because they don't follow the guide. Mm-hmm. God's guide of following the Bible, establishing the subject matter first. They go all the way to the middle of this chapter, verses 19 and 20. Right. And it says, wherefore my sentence is, and this is James talking, that we trouble not them which from among the Gentiles are turned to God. Right. In other words, we're not going to trouble them with too many things, but we're going to at least Give them the things that Give they can do. The sincere milk of the word. Bring them in slowly. Mm-hmm. Come on, wife. He said at verse 20, yeah. but that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols yeah. and from fornication right. and from things strangled uh-huh. and from blood. Right. So just because of that one verse, verse 20, it says that we teach the Gentiles to stay away from things strangled and from blood. They came up with the doctrine that you cannot have any blood transfusion. What did, you, what did you read that at? Acts, the 15th chapter, verse 20. So why did God give us doctors? Mm. And why did he give us blood plasma and blood transfusion to save life if the life is in the blood? Well, the bigger question is if Jesus gave his blood so that you can be covered and save your life, then why can't you give your blood to save someone else's life? Wow. But, brothers and sisters, let's go with the biblical version. Let's show you this guide, God's guide, to understanding this book called the Bible. Now, just reading that, some might imply that the Jehovah Witnesses are on to something, that you cannot have any blood transfusions, because at verse 20, it says that we write unto them that they abstain from blood. Right. But let's go back to establish the subject matter of the chapter, brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Now, let's see if this subject matter is dealing with blood transfusions or if it's dealing with something else. This is what we're talking about, precept upon precept. Let's find out the subject matter. Acts yes. 15 and 1. And 1. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, except you be circumcised after the manner of Moses, uh-huh. you cannot be saved. Let's stop right there. This first verse is enough for me and you and Julius right. to establish that this chapter is talking about circumcision. Well, let's go ahead and read further. It says, when therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension. It was a big dispute. Go ahead. And dispution right. with them. Uh-huh. They determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question. What question? The question of circumcision. Brothers and sisters. Should the Gentiles be circumcised? That was the question. Going down a little bit further, brothers uh-huh. and sisters, uh-huh. we read further and we continue on about circumcision. At verse 5 it says, yes. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed, saying that it was needful to circumcise them. So for the first five verses of this chapter, in Acts the 15th chapter, right. it's only talking about 
circumcision? How did you get blood transfusion out of a chapter that's talking about circumcision? Mm -hmm. Now, here's the key, brothers and sisters. The key is when you start talking about these things, and then you go to inject the prophets. You start to inject the prophets in this thing. It says right here at verse... Uh, Get down to verse 28, Black. Verse 28. Go down to verse 28. And this is the sum of the matter. Because that was the dispute. And this whole chapter is dealing with the Gentiles and bringing the Gentiles into the New Testament church that Israel was already in. Mm. That was established by Jesus and uh, his, uh, his priests. Skip down to verse 28. The disciples came up with the decision. They made a decision. But did they check with God? Look what they said. Verse 28. For it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us. Wait a minute. To the Holy Ghost mm. and to us. Now they're giving you their opinion. Because yeah. if you read Genesis, the 17th chapter, the Holy Ghost also told you that it was needful that every male child must be circumcised, be you Hebrew, Israelite born, or be you stranger. Come on, Black. 28 again. For it, was, for it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us uh-huh. to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. What necessary things? That you abstain from meats offered to idols uh-huh. and from blood. Wait a minute. What is meat? Notice what the meat is right here. Go ahead, guys. And from blood. And from blood. And from things strangled. And from things strangled. And from fornication. Uh-huh. From which if you keep yourself, you shall do well. Fare ye well. Now, let's go to Genesis the ninth chapter and end this dispute, black guys. Mm. Look what the Lord meant when he said, and from blood. Because we have people that eat blood. That's right. But look what the Lord said. Genesis the ninth chapter. And again, brothers and sisters, they are quoting scripture. So, if you're going to quote scripture, in order for us to understand what you were talking about, where do we have to go? Back to scripture. Back, what did it say? Line upon line? Precept upon precept. So, so let's go back to the book of Genesis and find words, out. In other words, let's go back to the law. Let's find out this issue uh-huh. about blood. Do you know that there is a law on blood? Genesis, the ninth chapter. And verse 3. And verse 3. Right. It says, every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, uh-huh. even as the green herb have I given you all things. Now pay attention to what you're reading because he's telling you every living thing that shall be meat unto you. Just like when I created you, you were herbivores. You didn't eat meat. Now I'm going to put meat on the table, but then when you go to Leviticus 11 chapter, he tells you what meat not to eat on the table. Verse but 4. Continue at verse 4. But flesh with the life thereof. When you eat the meat, when you eat the meat, but flesh with the life thereof, yeah. which is the blood thereof, uh-huh. shall you not eat. What? And surely your blood of your lives will I require uh-huh. at the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of every man, and at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whosoever shed of man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed, for in the image of God may he him. So, brothers and sisters, to make a long story short, you catch, you kill an animal to eat. You cannot eat the blood of that uh, of that animal. So, in the Acts, the 15th chapter, when he says that you abstain from blood, uh-huh. they're talking about consuming blood as a meal. Right. Consuming blood for food, brothers and sisters, had nothing to do with uh, blood transfusion at all, but you wouldn't know it if you if you if you um, didn't follow God's guide. You uh-huh. wouldn't know that. 
precept upon precept, established a subject matter like we did. Right. Talking about circumcision, the whole 15th chapter of Acts. Line upon line, we went from the old, the New Testament back to the Old Testament. We're showing you God's guide to understanding uh-huh. the Bible. This is part one, brothers wow. and sisters. We got more to come. Stay tuned. We got, we got a little bit more to go. This is part one of God's guide to understanding the Bible. For our YouTube listeners, stay tuned for part two. Yes. Brothers and sisters, share this video right now, God's Guide to Understanding the Bible. You're going to need these things to guide you as you become more mature yes. in your spiritual man and in the Word of God. Let's go ahead and start part two of this lesson. Now, the book said, bind up the testimony and seal the law. Now, let's say we want to talk about Jesus. When did Jesus begin? Brothers and sisters, this is part two of God's guide to understanding the Bible. Yeah. We're going to go ahead. Where are you going to go, Brother I want to go to Black Ice to St. John, the fifth chapter, because we're doing God's guide to understanding the Bible. And the first thing that you must understand in the Bible is that Jesus did not start at Mary. He came through Mary. Let, let me show you what I'm talking about. Let me show you what I'm talking about. St. John chapter 5. Because remember, we told you we were going to show you how to deal with the Bible, how to read the Bible, how to establish a subject matter. Right now, let's do, for example, a subject matter of, well, when did Jesus begin? Okay, okay. The subject matter is when did Jesus begin? All right. Now, the question that most of us or the assumption that many may have uh-huh. is he was born of a virgin. Mm. But let's analyze that and see if that's so by we got our precept. Right which is our subject matter. When did Jesus begin? Yes. Now we got to go line upon line to find out the answer. Let's go. Like, let's go. Uh, uh, let me make, make a left turn real quick. St. John the first chapter. There I you go. St. John the first chapter. There you go. St. John the first chapter. But hold St. John 5. When did Jesus, and, and, and I mean, it's so much, the Bible is so vast, and it's so easy to learn, but you have to be properly instructed. How is it that you got all these denominations and everybody got a degree? Whose degree is right, Ice? Mm. John 1 and 1. John in the beginning was the Word. Wait a minute. In the beginning was the what? Was the Word. So Jesus was here in the beginning? So he didn't come through Mary. Mm. In the beginning was the Word, right? and the Word was with God, and the Word Wait a minute. Was God. Wait a minute. In the, in the beginning was the Word, mm-hmm. and the Word was with God, mm-hmm. and the Word was God. So we got two beings right here, brothers and sisters. That is called what? That go by the same title, God. Mm. We got two beings. Wow. Verse 2. Cool, the black. same. Who, who are you talking about the same? This whole subject is talking about the Word. That's the precept. The same was in the beginning with the God. Yes. All things were made by him. Uh-huh. Who is him? The word. So mm. you mean to tell me that when the Bible talks about the creation uh-huh. in the beginning in Genesis, that those things were made by the word, which is now called Jesus? Yes. That's what this book says, brothers and sisters. Mm. Now, that's what you call learning something on the way to learning something. It said, how many things did it say were made by him? All things were made by him, yes, and without him was not anything made that was made. But what did this word do, black guys? Reduced himself from God and came in the flesh at verse 10. So when you, hold on, wait a minute. This man named Jesus, okay, who became known as Jesus. Became, I like that, this, became this, known This being as called Jesus. the word, the word yes. 
So you mean to tell me he made the world also? Let's read it, brothers and sisters. Mm. John 1 and 10. He was in the world. He was in the world. And the world was made by him. It can't be made by him if he started at Mary and he came into a world that's already existing, right? Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. And the world knew him not. Mm. Can I just read in one verse? Read, I, can read. I, can I just? Brother, you, read the book. Look, look uh, let me read y'all one verse. Now, remember, all things were made by Jesus. Mm-hmm. All things were made by this being called the Word, right? Right. I want to read y'all something real quick. Now, <laughs> you go to Genesis, the second yeah. chapter, brothers yeah. and sisters. Genesis, the second chapter. Turn your Bibles to Genesis. I'm going to show you how this being called the Word yes. or Jesus was all the way there in the beginning. Now, in the book of the Jehovah Witnesses, the first time the name Jehovah appears in the Jehovah Witnesses New World Translation Bible uh-huh. is at Genesis 2 and 4. Yeah. You finna learn something about the true identity of Jehovah right now too, brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Now it says that all things were made by him. By him. Talking about Jesus, the Word. Now in this book called the Bible, King James, we're going to read to you Genesis 2 and 4. But And I think I got a Jehovah Witness Bible down there, Brother Julius. Uh, I, I might have one down there. And again, this same being, Jehovah. Pop, New World Translation. New World Translation, brothers and sisters. New World Translation. For the first time in the Bible, the name Jehovah pops up at Genesis 2 and 4. But let's read it in the King James Version first. Uh-huh. Genesis 2 and 4. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth of the when they were created of the heavens when they were created uh-huh. in the day that the Lord God made the heaven made the earth made the earth and the heavens. Well, wait a minute. This is also the first time the title Lord God pops up. But let me show you what the Jehovah Witnesses did. They replaced the word Lord God. With the word Jehovah. What do you mean replace? They replaced it. How are you going to replace? Uh, read, read, man, read. So this Lord God is none other than Jesus because it says these are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the heaven and the earth. Now, we already read John 1 and, and 3. In the beginning was the word, and, and the, the word, word was with God, God and, and the, the word, word was, was God. God. He was in the world. And the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Verse 3. Oh, all things were made by him. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So this being that says these are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day, that's talking about Jesus. That's talking about the word. But let's read what the Jehovah Witness Bible say right here, brothers. I'm reading it. Read read it, I. Genesis 2 and 4. This is the history of the heavens and the earth in the time of their being created. Wait a minute. My Bible says in the day. It says in the time that they were being created in the day that Jehovah God made the earth and the heaven. I'm going to see if y'all can read this right here. I'm going to see if y'all, I'm going to pull that up right there. Genesis 2 and 4. In the day that Jehovah God made them. In the day that Jehovah God made them. So this is a news flash, Jehovah Witnesses. 
The one whom you call Jehovah is the same one whom the Bible calls Lord God. It's the same one whom the Bible calls the Word. Uh It's the same one whom the Bible calls Jesus. Jehovah is none other than the being that today is known as Jesus. And they don't even know that. How do you know that, Black Eye? Skip down to 14. Genesis 2? No, no, St. John. St. John. St. John. Back to St. John 1. And 14. That's what you call learning something uh, on a way to learn it. Here little, there little, line upon line, not between the line, but line upon line, sisters and brothers. Genesis, um, St. John, St. John 1, and read verse 14. What happened to this word, Ice? St. John. St. John, St. John, St. John mm-hmm. chapter 1, okay. and verse 14. St. John, chapter 1, and verse 14. What happened to this word, Black? And the word was made Flesh. When, did, when was he made flesh? When he came through Mary. Oh, when he came through Mary. So he reduced, he left from being God and came in and dwelt in a flesh and blood tabernacle and was given the name what, Ice? The name of what? The name Jesus. Come on, Black. And the world was made flesh and what? Dwelt among us. And dwelt among us. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And we beheld his glory. Uh-huh. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, how do we know that that was him, Black? Mm. St. John, the fifth chapter. Mm. Can I read one thing before read, we go Read, read, read. This just shows you, brothers and sisters, that even all the prophets, Moses, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they were not dealing with nobody other than Jesus. They weren't even dealing with the Father, although they called Jesus Father, and that's yes. one of his titles. Yes. But how do we know that they never dealt with Jesus' as daddy? Because we read in John 1 and 18, uh-huh. Jesus says, what? no man has seen God at any time. Uh-huh. The only begotten son, Uh which is in the bosom of the father, he has declared him. Now, on your own, (coughs) go and read the book of, I believe it was... uh, Exodus, the 24th chapter. Exodus, the 24th chapter, and see how 74 people saw God. Wow. Now, Jesus is telling you that no man has seen God, but the book is telling you that 74 people saw God. See, now you got to make me go someplace else. Oh, I'm sorry, brother. Now I got to go someplace else. Genesis chapter 1. And the reason Good why grief, they right? saw God, brothers and sisters, because they remember, there are two that go by that title. Mm. But they can only see one of the ones that go by that title. Wow. Jesus is the only one that deals with imperfection. The Father don't deal with flesh. Flesh is imperfect. Come on, I got one verse. Right? Okay, okay. Genesis 1. Genesis 1. Genesis 1. I'm going to wait till you get there. Genesis I, I 1. I feel like Joe Pesci, brother. Okay, 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 okay. Genesis 1. And just give me verse 26 because people don't understand understand the title God. But guess what? Right now you've been overstand this. Genesis 1 and 26. And God said, let us. What? And God said who? Let us. Uh-huh. Make man in our image after uh-huh. our likeness, uh-huh. and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, uh-huh. and over the fowl of the air, yeah. and over the cattle, and over all the earth, right. and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Wait a minute, he just went. He just went plural. Yeah. And God said, "Let us make man in our image." But read verse twenty-seven. So God created we, man in his own Now image. we went back to God and his. Mm-hmm. Now we went back to singular. Read, right? In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. But who is the, who make up the, who make, who make, what beings make up the, the, the term Well, we God. read it in John 1 and 1. Well, we've been the beginning to... was the word. That's one. Right. And the word was with God. Right. That's two. Right. And the word was God. Right. So two make up the Godhead, the 
origin of the word God comes from the word Elohim, uh-huh. which is uni plural, which means family. One, yet more than one. Let me show you uh, uh, what they say in living color. In living color. Let me show you. Let something. me show you something. Fire Marshall Bill. St. John, the fifth chapter. And God said, God's guide to understanding the Bible. It is simple, but you just got to read and pray for understanding. St. John 5, right? Uh-huh. Jesus kept telling you. He kept telling you because the world don't understand. And I'm going to tell you right now, pastors, you need to understand what the word God means or who God consists of. St. John uh-huh. 5 and 17, Black. St. John, John 5 and 17. 17. Go ahead. But Jesus answered them, uh-huh. my father worketh hither, hitherto, and I work. Wait a minute, who worketh? My father work and my I work. My father's working and I'm working. I'm working, so I'm working because I'm doing the will of my father. Go ahead, Black. And this is the same attitude that people take today. Come on, Black. John 5 and 18. Right. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him because uh-huh. he not only had broken the Sabbath, uh-huh. but said also that God was his father, uh-huh. making himself equal with God. Well, if, if, if I, you a man, I'm a man. We both got sons. Mm-hmm. What does that make us make us make our sons? Juniors, men, juniors, mm-hmm. but still men. That's right. I'm my I'm a flesh and blood man, and my boy is a flesh and blood man. Mm-hmm. You understand? Making himself so a dog that has another dog is still a dog. That's right. The Godhead consists of Father and Son, not the Holy Ghost. Only two in the Godhead. The Holy Ghost is sent by God. But watch this, right? Watch this right here. Go all the way to verse 39. 39. St. John 5 and 39. And it reads, 5 and 39. We're going to learn something here. Search the scriptures. Uh -uh, uh -uh. 37. 37. And the Father himself which has sent me. Uh, So God sent God. That's right. Read. Have borne witness of me. Uh You have never heard his voice at all. Any time, uh-huh. nor seen his shape. Well, who has the world always dealt with ice? Black, uh, 39, 39, read it. Search the scriptures. Wait, wait, wait. We, we went from Genesis to Malachi. That's the scriptures. So everybody who wrote about God in the scriptures, uh-huh. this is who Jesus is about to tell you they were writing about. Read, I Search the scriptures. Yes. For in them you think you have eternal life. And you do and if they, you walk in it. And they are they which testify of me. But what did I do? When the time came that I was born, and the angel gave, gave me a name which came from heaven and told Mary what to name me, what did I do at verse 43, Ice? I am come in my father's name. You should have a son. The angel said, you should have a son. You should call his name Jesus. He shall be called the son of the highest. So now he is coming. Read that again. I am come what? I am come in my father's name. Jehovah Witnesses, you better, you better grab hold of this. Because this name is higher than Jehovah. It is higher than Yahweh. It is higher than Yahashua. It is higher than Joshua. I am come in my Father's name, and there is no other name given under heaven whereby men must be saved other than the name of Jesus. Mm. And if you don't read it, go back to the Old Testament, Malachi 1. And he tells you that from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same sun, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. Gentiles are Caucasians, and all the Caucasians recognize the name Jesus. That's right. How do I know? Read, I I am come what now? I am come in my Father's name, Uh and you receive me not. Right. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. Come on, wife. How can you believe 
which receive honor one of another uh-huh. and seek not the honor that cometh from God you believe, only. You, you honor and you hold your pastor in honor and high esteem, and you believe everywhere that come out of his mouth, but you don't believe what's written in this book. Mm. Yeah, I got an attitude because the Lord said that many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. Right. They should be telling you this. Read, I. Verse 45. Read it. Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. Uh-huh. There is one that accuses you, uh-huh. even Moses, in whom you trust. Because he told Moses what to write. And he told Moses what to dictate to the people, even Israel. And told Moses to tell the people, don't go to the left, don't go to the right. Stick with my word. Don't add to it. Don't take away from it. Come on, Black. And if Moses had never done it, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. we couldn't be held accountable for something that we had no knowledge of. Moses is the one that had it written, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery. But it was dictated to Moses by the one that you read now, that rock, even Jesus. Read, right? John 5 and 46. Come on. For had you believed Moses. For had you believed Moses, you always talking about Moses, Moses, the Mosaic law. You don't even believe that. For had you believed Moses, what, I? Right? You would have believed me. Why? For he wrote of me. Oh, Moses wrote about me. But wait a minute. I thought Moses was talking about a God named Jehovah. Mm. And he dealt with a God named Jehovah. Could it be that all that time right. that he was talking about that God named Jehovah, uh-huh. that he was talking about the one whom today we call Jesus? Read 46, and we're going to prove that. For he had, for had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Well, let's go a little further. Let's go to another line and another precept right here. But. If you believe not his writing, uh-huh. how shall you believe my word? Okay, well then let's go to let's go to Paul. Let's go to First Corinthians because everybody believe Paul. We closing out, brothers and sisters. Stay tuned. We may have to do a part two on this. First Corinthians ten, black. First Corinthians ten. Yes. First Corinthians chapter ten. First Corinthians ten. Yeah. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me. For Moses. What about me? Well, wait a minute. Now, when I read the story of Moses and the children of Israel, yes. there was a cloud that followed them by day. Right. And a pillar of fire that followed them by night. Right. And that was this God that went by the name Jehovah. Oh, oh, oh. But, but we're going to read the New Testament and look at another name that in the New Testament. So we're going to define to the people who Jehovah is? We are going to let the word of God define it. All we are doing is read it. But you guys will read along with us. Let's do it. First Corinthians 10 and 1. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all of our fathers under the cloud were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. When was that, Ice? During the time that they were freed from the bondage of Egypt. Go ahead. And all were and were all and were all baptized unto Moses. Wait a minute, what is Paul doing talking about Moses? Because the book said the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's right. Three blush. And we're all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And what else? And did all eat the same spiritual meat. The same spiritual meat that you and I are eating right now that our daddy and mama in the garden of Eden refused to eat. Which is the word of God. Come on, black. And did all drink. That's the same spiritual drink. Uh-huh. But they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. Uh-huh. And that rock was Christ. And that rock was who? Brothers and sisters. So he didn't start at Mary? First it said that they were followed by a cloud. And then it goes from a cloud to a rock. And then the rock is given a name, brothers and sisters. Mm. That goes to show you that in John 1 and 1. Right. 
all things were made by him, talking yes. about the word. Right. Genesis 2 and 4. Yes. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth and the day that they were created by the Lord God, uh-huh. same one Jesus. Uh-huh. Then John 1 and 18, no man has ever heard my father's uh, or seen my father at any time. John 5 and 37, no man has ever heard my father's voice at any time. Uh-huh. But we know Moses was talking to a God. Right. Abraham was talking to a God. The prophets. This God followed them. When they were released from the bondage of Egypt and followed them right. by cloud, by day, and by pillar of fire, by night. Right. And then it goes to explain to you who this was that was following them. Uh-huh. And then in 1 Corinthians 10 and 4, it says that spiritual rock that followed them, uh-huh. and that rock was Christ. Well, let's go back to the Old Testament, and I got one verse, Psalm 18. We got to close, Brother Julius. Psalm 18, Psalm brother. 18. Psalm 18. So it's getting good, brothers and sisters. It's getting real good up in here. Psalm 18. Psalm 18. Uh, uh, we, we're going to go to the phone lines after this, though, and find out what you thought about tonight's show. So if you're out there and you want to give your commentary about what you heard about tonight's show, whether you agree yes. or disagree um, or whatever, call in to that number up there because after this, we're going to go right to the phone lines and find out what you thought about tonight's Psalm show. Psalm 18, Black. Uh-huh. And verse 1. I said to, let's do verse 1. Go ahead. Psalm 18 and, and 1. 1. Yes. And it reads, to the chief musician of Psalm of David, the no, no, servant the of the Lord. The scriptures. It says the Lord. Where you want, where you want me to start at? Pick, uh, pick it up. Uh, well, finish, go ahead and read it. Go ahead and read okay. that. <clears throat> to the chief musician of Psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spake unto the Lord the words of this song, uh-huh. and the day that the Lord delivered him from his hand of all of his enemies uh-huh. and from the hand of Saul. And he said, I will love thee, O Lord. O who? O Lord. My strength. Who is that Lord? Go ahead. What is the Lord? The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my what? My rock. The Lord is my rock. Yes. And my fortress and my deliverer. Uh My God, my strength, in whom I would trust, my Uh buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. And verse 3 says what? And I will call upon the Lord. Wait a minute. Well, most most of the world, when they get in trouble, who do they call upon? Starts with a J. Mm. Right. Jesus. I will call upon the Lord who is what? Worthy to be praised. Uh-huh. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. I got one last place, I please. Mm-hmm. Matthew 16. And I got one verse there. Matthew, Matthew 16. 16. And let's look at what the true church is based upon and built upon. Matthew 16. Matthew 16. Matthew 16. And read one verse. Matthew 16. I'm right here with you. Matthew 16 and verse 18. Matthew 16 and 18. What does it say? And I say also unto thee uh-huh. that thou art Talking to Peter. That thou because art this Peter. is what the Catholic Church, they built their church upon Peter. Even saying that the, uh, the Vatican, in the Vatican, in that church, in their church in the Vatican, they said that Peter's bones is there. Mm. But the church is not built upon Peter. Read, 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 read. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, yes. and upon this rock uh-huh. I will build my church, uh-huh. and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Like I, is the church built upon Peter? No. Is the church built upon that rock? No, the and church is not built upon Peter because Peter is not the rock. He was talking about himself, and the gates of hell did not prevail against him uh-huh. because, remember, he was the one resurrected from it, the only one thus far. So read verse 20. Then charged he his disciples that uh-huh. they should 
tell no man that he, that he was Jesus the Christ. And another, we just read, with the, that rock that followed Moses and them in the cloud and, and, and in the pillar of fire by night, that rock was who I that was Jesus. Brothers and sisters, we that just covered with you God's guide to understanding the Bible. Now, we know we went um, the long way around, but sometimes you got to go that way in order for everybody along the journey to get what it is you're trying to teach, brothers and sisters. Again, precept upon precept. Yes. Establish the subject matter first. Yes. Don't go just to the middle of the verse and try to get understanding from the middle of the verse, go to the beginning of the, uh, I'm sorry, the middle of the chapter, go to the beginning of the chapter. Right. Find out what the subject matter is about. And we could have took you to Acts 10 chapter, the same thing. We could have took you to a number of other places. But because of the sake of time, brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. we've only had a limited time in order to show you how to read this book with understanding Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little and there a little, God's yes. guide to understanding the Bible. We want to thank our YouTube listeners for listening to tonight's Stay show. Stay line, y'all. Y'all, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, The Bible Show Truth Hour. Please join our Facebook page. The Bible Show Truth Hour, and brothers and sisters who are on Facebook Live, stay on the line. Good night, YouTube listeners. Stay on the line, those who are on. Um, we want to go to the phone calls and see what you thought about tonight's show. We are on Facebook Live. The lines are lit up today. Uh huh. The lines are lit up today. Let me go ahead and yeah, end. Yeah, people, Black Axe, that says we want to debate. We want to debate. Be careful. Be careful. And if you're going to debate, don't bring your opinion, bring your word. We're open for debate, but it's got to be worthy, and it's got to be something that's edifying to the church out here, to all the people that's in here. We have no problem. We have no problem.